0: Welcome to Dieter's Canadian Junior Football Podcast, bringing you features, interviews, and opinion—lots of opinion on everything
1: Canadian Junior Football.
0: This is part two of our four-part podcast with Hamilton Hurricanes president Mike Samuel. U Sport, and and like I said, this this the goal of this was to um, let the West know and and high school coaches know in your area, kind of defend the OFC a little bit and say, Hey, here's why you're struggling on the national stage in comparison to the West. Right. Um, But, you know, you a couple, you, you made a couple of valid points, but you mentioned how all the kids coming out of, high school and you'd mentioned 770 kids playing university football within an hour and a half of you. But but you say that, you know, CJFL is a, an alternate um, in Ontario for these kids. Um, mm-hmm. I'd go so far as to say last resort and maybe that's not fair. Shouldn't the OFC not accept that and, and try to find a way to overcome that. And if you can't overcome it, isn't it time for the OFC to look at the fact that there may be a model out there that would work for them? And that's the frustrating part for me when when we talk about this U twenty concept that I've been beating the drum on. I'm a guy out West, as much as I throw shots at you guys for for the lopsided scores in, in interconference games, I'm, you know, I'm also one of your biggest defenders, and I'm saying, why don't, why doesn't the OFC look at a model that might work better for them? Not only work for you guys to be successful on the national stage, but better for your kids in the long run. And that's a frustrating part for me that I've been so shut down by the OFC. All right.
1: So um, I think, I think when you do look at it, you know, with all those kids playing university um, you know, seven schools within an hour and 10 minute drive of Hamilton. Um, I mean, if, if, if the universities are truly looking to develop the kids, um, you know, there possibly there should be working relationships with the universities so that, um, you know, those 20 or so kids on the practice squad or red shirted or taxi squad, whatever it's considered are playing because you can train all you want and you can practice all you want, but if you're not getting game reps, it's kind of pointless. And I know it goes to the point where,
0: you know, would
1: those kids get game reps with us? Well, they're surely not going to get them at the university level if they're already put on that, you know, non non playing spot. Um so I know I know you're you're a big proponent of the U20 thing. I think with us is I think you know us being the alternate for 18 to 22, even 17 to 22 year olds, because, you know, um, so like I was saying to you prior is that the t- I think kids and their education is on the decrease. I really do. Um, you know, and, and it's the EQA, EQAO report. It's, uh, it's a, uh, uh you know, a test put out through the high schools, I think when they hit grade 10 and it shows what percentile your school is. And, and I don't think overall Ontario is doing as well as it has traditionally. And, and my guess would be, and I don't know about other provinces, my guess would be other provinces are down too. um, that I think opens the door for more opportunity for kids to come to us because maybe they can't get into school. Maybe they don't have maybe they don't have the finances. Maybe they don't have the marks. And you know, you and I have talked off 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 uh telephone before that, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that end up going to school, going to university. And they have no business being there. And it's not a knock to them. They're trying to follow their dream. But is their dream as a student athlete or is it just as an athlete? And right. and I would, I would question. I would question. I would love to know, and I don't know how it can be found out, I would love to know the graduation percentage of, and because we're only talking football, football players, When they enter a university program, what percentage each year have those kids graduate from the football team that start, you know, like if if there were 50 recruits five years prior, how many of them are left that are graduating? Oh, I've asked that. You know what? I've wondered aloud that question
0: so many times, Mike. And I agree with you. I, I, I totally agree with you. I think kids are recruited to... You know, for every kid that's recruited to university football that Mm -hmm. pushes them into school and a good thing, there's Mm -hmm. an equal number at least that went and bombed out. Right, I don't doubt that for a second.
1: And and it behooves you, sport, to be saying, like, don't try to get these kids in because of their mark. If you know, like... I I like the I like the model that you know Waterloo Queens um, U of T like these guys are the, in Ontario the, these these schools have this has to be your market a minimum I know a gentleman by the name of Darrell Adams was our defensive coordinator in 2011 uh, he coaches now at the University of Waterloo does a lot of recruiting he sees a kid first question he says is what's your average and they say 70 and he's like hey shakes their hand best of luck to you and he walks away because they need an 80 to go to waterloo but some schools standards are lower and um you know my my daughter went to western umpteen years ago and her marks dropped in the first year and she wasn't even an athlete so just imagine you know how much of a struggle it is for these kids. Okay, so, so let's.
0: And it's easy to throw stones at valid, yep. valid, valid reasons at U sport they, yep. they they recruit kids that shouldn't be there. Um, they yep. they hoard their rosters uh, with far yep. too many kids, and and everything else that we as outsiders think that they do wrong, and that's easy to criticize. But I'm sure.
1: Yeah, and I, I'm in the same way. I, I'm an outsider. It's just what I know. I don't know the inner workings. But then
0: let's so then. But and I guess I got to try to channel my thoughts here, because my thoughts are, with regards to the OFC in this case, because I'm talking to an OFC guy
1: mm-hmm.
0: specifically. Then why not? Here, here's where I'm going to be critical of the OFC. Then I, I'm going to. I need to be an outsider. I'm going to, and, and mm-hmm. I'm a an outsider. I live in DC. Mm-hmm. But a lot of Every,
1: everybody is, is these
0: days. Everybody is, yeah. But but let's say I'm criticizing the I'm criticizing B C as well, but yeah. but more so no, I'm criticizing the OFC. Yeah. I'm looking at the OFC and I'm saying, Okay, uh, first off, thirty high schools between Niagara and Hamilton, and mm-hmm. you got one team that's losing by twenty five points in an interconference game a year ago, and you've got one team that can't even Field a freaking football team. Mm-hmm. Uh, conversely, I you know I, I say that Kamloops out in BC can't survive. They have one high school. They're finishing the year. We've got teams like the Okanagan Sun with three high schools. They're competitive on the national stage. So so then I'm going to say, okay, what the hell's wrong in Ontario? So but but I'm also cognizant of the fact that you obviously lose so many young talented players to those mofos from university, isn't it time for Ontario to take a step back and say, hmm, how can we compete better on the national stage? How can we provide better playing opportunities for our young men? How can we work a true model that, that works with U sport? And, well, that's kind of in a nutshell. Um, And could we ever grow our game to a point, uh, grow our conference to a point where, you know what, we are getting all the best 20 and under kids. They're all coming here. We're helping better prepare kids for university. And maybe we become so big, we can scholarship some of these kids that don't want to go to university, that want to become a plumber or a carpenter. Why, why isn't it time to
1: stop banging your heads against the wall
0: and at least well, look at it?
1: But the thing is, I think you're banging your head against the wall more than everybody here. Oh, <laughs> well, I agree.
0: I, I, you, I agree. You,
1: you, like, like, honestly, like, like, and, and I'm not, you know, I'm just talking, right? Like, we we you know.
0: If you don't like, I'm going to mute you, so talk talk quick. What, What's that? If you say sure. something I don't like, I'll mute it so we block that out. So
1: that's, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. No, I, I mean, uh, I guess you know the OFC is going to have issues, but I mean, there there was a time, and you know, it's debatable. We you know we've had OFC teams that have been fairly competitive competitive back in the day, and we're talking. Right
0: a long time
1: ago. But- well, let me stop you.
0: But let me stop you, Mike, and I apologize for cutting off. That yeah. was that was back in the five to play seven era where players were staying in junior longer. And now in Ontario mm-hmm. they're not. On U Sport changed their rules. And for whatever reason kids in Ontario are are not choosing the OFC at a greater rate than before.
1: And they can fix it. Well, I mean, I I think what we have to do is get the message out there. You know, and I've I've said it to kids who I I've recruited, and they say, Oh, I'm going to this school, or I'm going, and you know, I give them my business card and say, Keep this, and if it doesn't work out, give me a call. And a lot of times, a lot of times, I get that call. I get that call that says, Yeah, it it, it wasn't for me didn't really, you know, I put my family in financial debt and, you know, I wasn't really doing well in school. And you know what? Sometimes people got to learn on their own. Far be it for me to say, no, this is what's going to happen. You're going to flunk out. You're going to cause your family great financial stress. And then you're just going to come back and play for me. So why do that? I won't do that to a kid. I would never do that. If his dream is to go play university football, I think what we have to do in Ontario is get the message across that, you know, there is the alternate, alternative league. You can come play for the CJFL. You don't even have to go to school. You don't want to. You know, you can work full time and do this. It's not. It's not, we're not concerned about how good you're doing in school if that's what you choose to do. Sure, we like to see guys, you know, become, be a success at whatever they choose, whether they go to McMaster and play for us because, you know, they don't like where they are on the depth chart and haven't for the last couple of years, or they go to college and they're, you know, looking to be a plumber or a welder or something in the skilled trades. I mean, we want our kids to be successful at whatever path they choose, but don't handicap yourself out of the gate at 19, and get sucked into OSAP loans, uh, you know, you know to, to the tune of fifteen thousand dollars a year. The message, the message has to be done by us in Ontario. That's where the message has to be set. And for, I mean, it, it doesn't even have to be in Ontario. I mean, maybe it's the message that the CJSL can start promoting. You know, maybe the hashtag is. You don't have to go to class.
0: <laughs> Cjfl can't
1: promote. Cjfl can't, can't. Well,
0: anyway, you know my feelings on the Cjfl marketing, but I'll, that's that's the podcast. Okay. Yeah, we're, I we're
1: know. We're on
0: the we're on the same page. Like you just mm-hmm. said, we have to do a better job mm-hmm. getting the message out to these kids why Junior's the better
1: option. Okay. No, I'm going to say it's, it's not the better option. option. It is an option because and a better option, option in some cases. Well, yeah, and 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 not not so much in others. I mean, there's there's guys that are stud football players who are absolutely great students. I'm not going to knock that, and those guys should be going there if that's the path they want to choose. But don't don't take a kid, don't take a kid for the sake of taking him to have a body so that he doesn't end up at another school. Or he doesn't, you know, as as they like to say, waste your time at at, at CJFL. You did They're doing they're doing the worst disservice of all. I they really, they really are. Like I agree. I agree. You're 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 giving this kid hopes and illusions that I come great program. Bob. I remember. I won't tell. I won't say the name of the kid or the university, but years ago. He was a highly sought-after kid in Ontario. And he wasn't sure if he was going to go to university because mm, he wasn't the greatest student, admittedly so. But, you know, peer pressure and people are like, oh, wow, you're going here, you're going here? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go. And and all along through the recruiting process, he he was told, you're our guy, you're our guy, you're our number one recruit. You're our number one recruit at at his position. And when he went to said school, when he went to said school, there was about 15 other guys okay. who were telling the same story. You're our guy. You're our guy. Now, he's, at that point, he pulled the shoe and he left. Okay.
0: But, Mike, we're going around it. But that's, that's youth sport, And we're yeah. going around in circles now.
1: No, we're coach, not going around in circles. Yourself. You want me. You want me to buy into the U-20. Yeah, I want you, you. to. Okay. Here, here's what's happening in Ontario
0: right now, the way I see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You guys are recruiting players out of high school. Yep. I, and stop me when I say I'm, I'm – t- t- debate me or, or stop me. You're recruiting kids out of high school. hmm You're not getting as many of the kids out of high school as you'd like because far too many are choosing U-sport. Some mm-hmm. should go there, far too many should not. Correct. Correct? Some of those kids are going to use sport for a while, realizing it's not for them, coming back to junior. Correct?
1: Some do. Some do. So we, yeah. we we know one kid in Hamilton in particular who was like a huge, like, you know, five-star recruit, and he went one year somewhere, and he got so soured, he just he got out of football. One year he got so soured. So yeah,
0: okay. Um, and then and then okay. And then some of those kids that come back are taking spots away from kids
1: who chose your program originally. Does that happen? No, because generally we have guys graduating too. Okay, right? okay. Then put there's always a there's always a turnaround. Like we're uh, on any given year, we could lose 10 seniors we could lose 30 it just depends how the cyclical you know the age thing goes okay here's and
0: and and we talked about this already mike Mm -hmm. samuels and i have all the admiration in the world for you you believe strongly in that junior football does great things for the 21s and 22 year old kids as well Mm -hmm. as the younger ones but you you have an affinity for those for those for those players and i and i can't argue that. I mm-hmm. uh, That's I, I. agree with you. But as a guy that's trying to make the league competitive, and again, mm-hmm. I shake my head a little bit that the OFC, because you're all competitors, mm-hmm. what if, what if, and this is a big if, what if McMaster came to you? Okay, yeah, let me throw this at you. What if McMaster came to you and said, hey, Mike, this Lunatic uh, from BC has uh-huh. run us run up an idea past us, and you know what? We'd like to we we like the idea that uh, we'd like to see the OFC come up with a model that the younger players that are recruited by us now would choose to play for you guys would choose to stay in the OFC because they're going to play. We like that model. Mm -hmm. We want to support it. We want to work with you guys. We want to really work with the OFC Mm -hmm. um, to help build the OFC up so that the kids coming out of high school that are not ready physically or scholastically for university would stay in junior and we can re-recruit them at 21 and we can recruit them at 21 years old. Mm
1: -hmm. What if
0: you support, what if the schools came to the OFC and said, this guy's got a point? What would you say?
1: Honestly, what would I say? I would say this. Why don't you guys at McMaster start yourself a junior varsity program and get every other U Sport program to buy into it and you guys could develop your own players against your own teams?
0: But then you recruit but then they're competing with you guys. What if they they're, wanted? They're
1: already they're already doing that. No, but already what if they doing. wanted
0: to? What if they wanted to stop competing with you guys? What mm-hmm. if they wanted to stop competing with the Hamilton Hurricanes? And they said, "Look, we don't want these kids out of heist, out of the gates that aren't ready for us. Mm-hmm. Let's let's find a way. Let's let's build a better model so that the kids stay in junior, and let's build a model so that by the time we get them, that by the time we're recruiting them." We're getting them at 21 years old, just like Laval and Montreal are getting their kids from CJEP. So we're getting more kids at an older age mm-hmm. so that we can compete on the national stage. So again, USport came to the OFC and said, we want to help you guys build something so that these players will want to play junior. We want to work with you guys. Go to go well, to U twenty. We're gonna we, we are gonna work with you guys. We're gonna make this work. What if they, what if they showed you a game plan that we went? Holy shit, they're serious. What would you so think? if it
1: so if it was U twenty, it would really just comprise of freshmen, because in what? Ontario we have that victory lap thing, and ninety percent of kids who play football go back for a final year because in Ontario. You can do a victory lap and play football. I know out west they can't. So,
0: so here's the question: I've heard that victory op is going away. Is that not true? Somebody out in Ontario told me that that's going to get phased
1: out. Is that? I've been I've been hearing that for a long time, but I'd I'd um, I'll believe it when I see it. You know. Okay. One of those
0: but things. but now, so Mike, talking purely big picture stuff.
1: Okay, and I don't
0: know why. Ontario allows kids to come back for victory lap. There's maybe some logic to it. Maybe there isn't. But what if if football in Ontario evolved to the point where youth sport was no longer packing the rosters with 100 and 110 kids, what if the Ontario football conference working hand-in-hand with Useport because because universities in your area said, you know what? We'd rather our kids playing in your league because you got a real, you got something special happening there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What if the kids coming out of the gate from high school chose mm-hmm. junior, unless they were ready scholastically and physically for university? What if they chose junior?
1: Mm-hmm. What
0: if you were competitive on the national stage because of this? What if there was no victory lap for a lot of reasons, including the fact that the school said, hey, the Ontario Football Conference has built a pretty special post-secondary football program where they've grown to the point where they're actually scholarshiping kids for carpentry school and and plumbers and all that kind of stuff. And, And then lastly, for your 21s and 22s that you're so caring about for valid reason, Mm -hmm. what if, because so many junior kids were playing football and continuing to play football, what if eventually at 21 to 25, Ontario
1: Senior League
0: was created because so many kids were still playing football?
1: What if? Well, I guess I'd have to cross that bridge when I came to it. I I, I mean, I, I wouldn't even have the answers because logistically, I'd have to look at all aspects of it. I mean, I can't. I can't even. You know, that's.
0: And I that's and like, I get it. Like, I throw.
1: Like, yeah, I I throw uh, a lot at you there, and I get it. I know. Right. There. I mean, that, it, it's it's like telling me, Mike, you just won ten million dollars. How are you going to break it down? And how are you going to save, spend, squander? What are you going to do with your money? I
0: bet you'd give some would, of it to the Hurricanes.
1: Yep. Yeah, for <laughs> sure, I would.
0: For People, sure, I would
1: i'd never i'd never have to charge a player i would never have to uh look for sponsors i would self fund that thing in a heartbeat i hear i can i can buy a championship there you go i can i can be uh uh what's his name from the blue jays back in the day when they said he all he did was uh buy the championship i can't even remember his name the g m yeah if, uh, um, name escapes me right now but I I mean, baseball but yeah. Uh, Here's the
0: reason I ask you that question, Mike, and I throw utopia at you, because I've had really coaches tacular. out West. Yeah. I've had coaches out West say, hey, I like what you're saying. I just don't trust U-Sport to make it work with us. Get U-Sport um, to the table, and we're very interested in talking. So now I throw this back to Ontario, the weakest link, but our most valuable link, in my opinion
1: because you are the
0: center of of Canada. Mm -hmm. So when I come back to Ontario and there's six teams out there or five or five and a half now, and Ontario said, no, we're good the way it is. That completely undermines efforts to try to get things going on the Mm -hmm. grand stage. So if Ontario came and said, you know what? Yeah, you know what? Maybe if, if, big if, if you support all those nine or 11 schools in our province, thought there was a better way, yeah, we would like to do we would like to be more successful than they are. If that's all I get from Ontario, then it's a start.
1: But it's frustrating when Ontario says, nah, we're good. Well well again, I don't I, I but the thing is the thing is, it's not that we're saying we're good. We need to we need to fix things. We know that. We all know that. The executive knows it. The Presidents know it. We know that. There's something broken, and, um, you know, we we need to do better collectively as a conference. No doubt about it. But that doesn't mean that, you know, because you say this, that that's what we should do. Maybe, you know, what if someone came to me and said, you're absolutely off your rocker that you go U-20. You well, then... I've heard that who, a lot. Who do, who do I trust? Because a lot of people say that. So so my thing is, because, because it's your idea and your thoughts, and you've talked to people who think it's an interesting idea, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen, nor would it be viable.
0: Let's be clear. I've talked to very few people who say
1: it's a good idea. You've very talked few. to very few that say it's a good idea? Very
0: few. And that's the first best, but But then... <laughs> And so that's somebody listening to this, well, then why are you talking, you idiot? Nobody, nobody well, yeah, believes it's, in this.
1: Because it's my, kind of like, you know, if I if I take something to the CJFL, you know, because I want to see something different, and everyone says no. Well, why would I continue? I, why would champion champion my cause if
0: I can't get no one behind? It? I, I then call me either stupid or call me dedicated. Somewhere in between. Why don't <laughs> you do it? With,
1: You should move to Ontario. You know what? uh, You
0: know, the the problem, and here's where I am at right now. Mm -hmm. I no longer believe in junior football. And that's a insult. Let me finish. And this is an insulting thing to say to a guy named Mike Samuel who
1: busts his ass. I don't take it as an insult. I don't take it as an insult. Um,
0: But I, I see a situation here where... Here's what I see wrong with junior football. I see far too many kids not playing junior football. Far too many. I look at I look at Ontario, and I see an area like you just said Niagara, who Mm -hmm. can't field a football team with I think you said 15 high schools in its Mm -hmm. backyard. I'm going okay. What the hell is wrong there? Mm -hmm. I go I go to Saskatoon and. And those thinks things have got a target on their back. But I see a, a a program there that is, you know, piling up the rings on their fingers. But mm-hmm. far too many kids in Saskatchewan aren't playing junior football anymore because they can't even get a sniff at the Rams or the uh, the uh Thunder or the Hilltops. And I've talked to I've talked to dozens of high school players that say, Yeah, I can't even get a sniff there. I right. I see in BC, um, where there's not enough high schools, so teams are recruiting players in from the prairies in Ontario, and I'll say it, paying players and i'm not I'm not blaming the teams for paying them, and I'm not saying they're paying them cash money to play, but they're they're compensating them with oh, building and housing because they can not compete on the national stage if they don't. so good on these teams for doing it. But uh-huh. it's not it's not financially viable in the long run. I know it because I was involved with the sun and I know how expensive it is and I know how it divides the locker room when you're not doing it for everybody. I've seen it firsthand. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at where I don't believe in the CGFL anymore, it's because it's not stable. There's it's there's not enough teams winning championships, there's not enough teams. So sorry now I'm rehashing old stuff I've written. Mm-hmm. I, if this league didn't exist today, what form would it take? And all I'm saying is to our teams, guys, would you do this? And I don't think that 90% of the teams in the CGFL, if they had to, if they were in a room this weekend decide, okay, are we going to be 22, 21, 20, or 19? I just don't think they would pick 22. I think they would look at this and go, this probably won't work. Because u sport wow. only allows you to play till twenty four, we're going to be in conflict with them. Why don't we try to go younger? Why don't we be midget? And that's not that's that's only a word. Mm-hmm. Junior hockey is nineteen and under with extra players. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm just saying that our that our school that our teams might pick what I'm saying, and I'm saying that if youth sport if we were starting today, u youth sport might say, hey, we want in. So I guess what I'm saying to you know. I'm trying to get people collectively together and if I can band junior together to go with me, to go to U sports, say, you know what? We like what this guy is saying.
1: Hey, so you, you guys yeah. work
0: with us because right now, and here, let me finish the CGFL. Yeah. When I get, I get a bit of a green light to, to work on this under the auspices of the CGFL, the CGFL who does nothing, I'll be blunt. And their answer to growing this game Is to play interlocking schedules between the PFC and the OFC. They're inept. I'll be blunt. When I'm, well, here's an example. For people that are listening to this, Uh I get a green light. I get a green light to work under the auspices of the CJFL and and reach out to U Sport. Uh I have a very good conversation with Graham Brown, who is the CEO of U Sport. He's an ex-Windsor AKO. Um, uh-huh. That was awesome. He gave me, we were on the phone probably a good hour and a half uh, early in the spring. I ran something by him. I said, okay, Graham, if U was to tweak their rules, big if, and he said, I don't know if he would, but blah, 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 but he knows they've got problems. Would U Sport come on as a major corporate partner on a five year basis? I won't say the money that I'd asked for. I said, would U Sport provide that? And he said, I don't know, but worth asking. I provide a letter to Usport, to Graham Brown, that could not have been more clearly written that this is an overture from Blake Roberts. This mm-hmm. is not outside the auspices of the CGFL. This is not a request from the CGFL. But would Sport be willing to partner with us on a five-year basis for X amount of dollars? Would you be willing to do it? Potentially. I give that letter to U Sport. I send a copy to CGFL. Get all jumped over by the CGFL. You don't have any rights to broker deals. Read the freaking email, guys. That's not a, I wasn't trying to broker anything. That was very clearly, I said, this is my request that I haven't even given to the CGFL
1: yet. But right. and, you and guys you're not brokering care. a deal if you basically, all you're saying is, can we open a discussion? Open these? a discussion. And you've been
0: to the CGFL meetings. Where mm-hmm. we spend two days talking about nothing,
1: right? So, hmm. well, I don't know about that. Ah. Well,
0: uh, well. We spend three hours on registrations, but that's another story. This is my outside voice. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, Mike, I, I want what you guys, I think, should want. And I, and I think the CGFL can do a better job for our franchises. And I think the CGFL can do a better job for its players. And I think the Hamilton Hurricanes can do a better job for its franchise and its players. Let me ask you this: so right no. now, I'm on my soapbox. No, we, Samuel, we,
1: we all can. Yeah,
0: if Mike Samuel, God forbid, dropped dead tomorrow, mm-hmm. where would that leave the Hurricanes? I don't
1: know. I, do, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, you I, like, don't, I, I you know? I know what you're saying. I hey, listen, I uh, listen. I'm. I'm I've I've in, I've talked to guys about uh you know getting involved and um you know uh, some guys have gotten involved for periods of time but then they see how much work it is and they're like no. So uh, I would but say, you are
0: no you are no different than 95% of the teams in this in this country.
1: It's not a loss
0: on what you're doing. This is just Yeah, junior junior football. So yeah. how do we raise the profile of junior football? So that more people want to be involved. And I think more teams, higher profile.
1: Right. I think uh I think that the CJFL should dedicate some somehow uh they recognize that Ontario and I know you said this before, they've recognized that Ontario is in a in a tough spot and has been for years. I would hope that they would they would recognize and say, you know, and hopefully it it, it comes up at these these meetings that, hey, if if you want us to be strong and not the weak sister and you want some league parity. Why don't you ask B.C. and the Prairies if they'd be willing if some fees, some monies were directed to Ontario to raise the profile of Ontario? Okay, I bet you, Mike. I bet. I bet you the answer is no.
0: Well, Mike, I'll tell you right now that with the exception of two or three teams in the in the PFC,
1: yeah,
0: every other team in the in the West is living hand to mouth. Well,
1: every other know.
0: no, they're all living hand to mouth. Every single team in the West, with yeah. example exception of the Hilltops, right? Uh, maybe the Thunder. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'll get it to two Edmonton teams because of their CGF, because of the fifty uh, fifty. Every other right. team is living hand to mouth. Yeah. And some three years ago ran into financial difficulties.
1: But, but that's, that's no, that's no different than it was 30 years ago.
0: No, I know. It's but you no just said, difference. but, but you just said with the, with the West, be willing to divert funds. There's no, no funds to divert.
1: Well, I'm saying if the CJFL diverted funds, not, just and, and yes, Well, the CJFL has a pool of money that everyone pays into, and where that money goes may be redirected. You know, maybe, maybe everyone's not flying across the country for executive meetings. Maybe they're doing it via conference call for eight hours on a Saturday. I don't know. That's another story. I agree with you there.
0: That was part two with Hamilton Hurricanes President Mike Samuel. Part three tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Dieter's Canadian Junior Football Podcast. If you liked what you heard, or even if you didn't, tell your friends. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook.